Hey agency owners, it's time for a new episode of the Agency Blueprint, the number one podcast for agency owners looking to discover strategies for scaling an agency to seven figures and beyond, while reducing stress and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, international bestselling author, agency scale partner, and founder of Creative Agency Success. Before we get started today, I'd like to invite you to join our free Facebook group, The Creative Agency Clique. We live stream weekly trainings on tactics that will help you simplify and scale your agency. Go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash FP to join. And now for the show. Hey, everybody, I wanted to chat with you today about sales and marketing for your agency. And so statistically speaking, 63% of people requesting information about your business or your company or your agency will not be purchasing for about three months. And that's statistical data coming from Marketing Donut. Not saying that there will not be instances where you will get clients much sooner than that three months, sometimes even longer than that three months, but that is the average in statistical data that is being shown from this particular source. So I want you to start thinking about things in two different ways in the now buyer versus the later buyer. So there's one skill and system that you really need, and it's essentially a non-negotiable for your agency if you're looking to be able to scale to seven figures and beyond. And that is following up and showing up by actually following up. And if you're doing that, you're off to an amazing start and being able to actually grow your agency. Today, I would like to introduce you to a team member of mine that is going to be joining us from time to time on this episode. He's a member of my team and an agency mentor and works exclusively with agencies just like me. And he, as I mentioned, he'll be joining us from time to time on the podcast. And we also co-authored the book called The Practical Agency Together. So super great guy and looking forward to having him join us on this podcast. Thanks for joining. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I appreciate the warm introduction. Yes, I'm happy to join in and chime in and and give some facts, data, statistics, and and my insight that I have with working with agencies. Awesome. So to start us off, I know that we were talking the other day about some data around these particular topics. And if you wouldn't mind actually sharing some of the data that we uncovered about follow-ups and touch points when it comes to marketing and sales. Yes, this data is very illuminating when it comes to how much of an impact follow-up plays in sales. So, you know, if your calls and emails are being ignored. So 44% of salespeople give up after the just one follow-up and only 8% follow up more than five times. So I wanna kind of dive deeper into that. So 2% of sales are made on the first contact. 3% of sales are made on the second, 5% on the third, 10% on the fourth, but 80% of sales come from the fifth to the 12th contact. So basically what that is saying is you, you need to nurture the prospective client of yours. You need to be able to go from taking them from stranger to seeing you as a confidant, somebody who can help them, somebody who could show them what they're missing or, or, or fulfill that void that your, your service does. Show them that you know what's going on and that ha- have them have that confidence in you that you can help them achieve their goals. I mean, yeah, I mean, it seems sort of normal to think about it that way, right? Is that when you're building a relationship with any human being, and I know that so many people really miss this a ton, where it's like, you have to build a relationship with that person on the other side of the table. And people feel often, and many of you may feel listening today, that when someone tells you or doesn't immediately respond to you, that means that they're disinterested and that you feel like you're actually harassing them. But you actually need to spend time 
getting to know that person, that person getting to know you. And also, realistically speaking, how many emails go unmissed? My business email doesn't so much, but if you were to look at my personal email, there's thousands <laughs> of them, right, that I didn't look at. So, Darren, I don't know if this is the same for you, but I know that you, I'm sure, pitched and have encountered salespeople as well and helping agencies on the day-to-day -day basis. What is your your take on that particular piece as well? Yeah, I mean, first and foremost, it's like this person's totally a stranger reaching out to my inbox. You know, everybody's busy. It's just like, who are you to take up space in my inbox on the first inbox? And then it's like the second one, I'm like, oh, okay, like, this is, I may be a little bit more interested in it as we go along. It's just like, oh, okay, like, oh, you guys do actually some cool stuff. Can you, can you tell me more about it? Like, oh, you can actually help me? Can you, can you, yeah, what? Oh, that's going to change my life. That's going to be, help me out, explode myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you go from being just a total stranger to me to somebody who may be like a godsend, like, oh, thank you so much for your marketing skills and increasing my revenue and helping me put my kid through college. <laughs> I mean, there there is that line, though, too, right? I mean, so where is the line? It's very difficult to figure out sometimes in where's the line between appropriate follow up? And then where's the line between that and harassment? And you can definitely cross that line. And I would say as like the base barometer for that, and Darren would love to hear your take. But the base barometer for that is if someone tells you no, then accept that no and move on. You don't need to try to be that used car salesman, it's like, but you're really going to like this and you're really going to need it and you really want it. And you're really trying to force yourself on that person, essentially. And come on, everyone, it is 2022 and we shouldn't be trying to do that any in any situation <laughs> that if someone says no, the answer is no, and you should move on and respect that. What is your belief and take on that, Darren? Yeah. So I think that whenever, first of all, it's, it's about framing your message and the, and the way you're presenting or the way you're reaching out to somebody. So if you're always coming from a place of like, hey, I'm trying to add value to you, like, hey, check out my podcast. Hey, I just did a study on your industry. And these are some of the, the facts, data, statistics that you might enjoy or something that you might need for your business is just like more so I'm always on the giving side. I mean, we're in 2022, the technology is just saying like, hey, like it's so easy just to unsubscribe from somebody's email list or block them on a call. Ghosting is a big thing as well. Um, <laughs> but but it's so easy to have like a, a non-confrontational way of, of letting people know that you're not interested. So like the unsubscribe one, if you're reaching out by email is kind of the biggest one that we you'll see in the sales you, process. You hit something super important, right? You talked about value sort of lightly there. And I think that's so incredibly important. And when actually pushing down into the data, right, that you have, as you were talking about, 80% of sales come between five to 12 contacts. And I, I want, and everyone listening here, you may be thinking that it's actually you calling, it's you emailing, it's you messaging them, but they're actually touch points with your agency, touch points with your brand, touch points with you. It could be a podcast, it could be a YouTube video, it could be a blog post, it could be your website, it could be a case study, it could be a number of different things that they're actually engaging with you, allowing for them to get to know you better. And that's the piece that's really important. And you know this as marketers, assuming that that's something that's a specialty of yours, you know that it does take a number of contacts for someone even to recognize the brand in the first place. And it's looking at how to create those meaningful interactions that's providing with value, that's helping them out, that's helping them solve their challenge. Because if you're able to do that in an email conversation, in a blog post, in a podcast, in a video, you're able to actually show them your expertise. You're able to show them that if this is what it's like talking to you and engaging with you for free, what is it going to be like when we actually engage with you in, in a real way? Darren, I don't know if you have any feedback on that. Yeah, I, 
you, you touched upon something that that is so like warming them up to you without actually you, you know, picking up the phone or, or you sending a, a, a direct email. Maybe it's just like your, your email funnel, your nurturing cycle. They, when you get to the point of actually picking up the phone and, and talking to somebody, it's so much like, oh, yes, this is like a, a breath of like fresh air. It's like, oh, yes, I've been dying to actually talk to you in person. Like, help me. Help me. I, you know what I need. Help me. <laughs> So it becomes a much smoother conversation. And, and I know with a lot of like marketers are not salespeople, it becomes much more of a, they already, they've known you for thousands of years and you're their best friend and you've been helping them through this process that you didn't even know you're helping them through. Like you just been out there providing value to them. And then it's just like, they want to talk to you so much. It's more so like, we're already, we're already best friends. Like I already know where this is going. I don't know if you ever met that person in your life where it's just like the first point of contact is like, oh best friends immediately instantly so like you have that that warm feeling with them already and it's more so just a, a friend to friend conversation and it's just like yeah let me continue to help you with your business let me continue to do that just in a more direct and personal way 100 percent. and i mean there's the piece too now right that we have to start to help the the listeners and how to actually go about doing this because so many of you are so incredibly busy every single day how do you track how many times you've contacted someone? When is the next appropriate time to do that? How do you even be able to manage that interaction and relationship on an ongoing basis? And I'm assuming that some of you may be ex understanding what I'm what I'm alluding to is that you need to have a CRM in place that allows for you to really have the baseline systems that allow for you to be able to do this. And this is really a non-negotiable and can be the lifeblood of any seven-figure to eight-figure agency is making sure that you have the relevant information at the right time. So you're actually starting to be able to build templates, you're able to build guides, you're able to build valuable information that you can start to attribute to that specific person and making sure that you have information for each stage of that relationship that you are building now and recognizing again, the now buyers versus the later buyers and recognizing where that person actually is in their buyer's journey and where they are in their system. So, and number two thing that I wanted to sort of make sure that that you hit on and that you really recognize as well is the understanding of that stage that that person is and having triggers within your CRM that allows for you to indicate where that person is in your buyer's journey. Darren, we were actually talking about this the other day and you were explaining it to a client in a really good way. Would you mind sharing that with everyone, this analogy around stages and, and reaching out to people and, and how that sort of works out? Right, right. So. And talking with the, the client, and I, I was more so posing the the journey as a basically like a road trip, right? Any road trip that you go on with your friends, some people it's easy to convince in the beginning. Some people they need a couple more follow ups, like hey, like we're actually going on this trip. Some people need that that confirmation, right? So just imagine you and your friends are going on a trip to Bourbon Street for you know Mardi Gras, right? So some people may have to fly in from Houston. Some people may have to to drive from Texas, and 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 so there's there's a lot of different avenues to get to the same destination and just so making sure that you you know where everybody is coming from and making sure that you're able to to guide them through that process but like and give them the the, the general direction and, and destination and and guiding them through to the to the end goal is more so how i was trying to explain it to to the client and hopefully they understood it the thing that i think is really important there and to just d double down essentially on that that analogy is that recognizing how each person is actually going to travel to you. And so I want you to imagine yourself, and as Darren was just explaining, as you are that destination for that that friend that Darren was talking about on that trip to Bourbon Street, whether they be 
traveling from New York or Seattle or Houston or wherever they're coming from, each one of these different prospects are going to travel to you as that destination in a different maybe method of travel, maybe take longer trips, may, may take more time. And the end destination is still the same, but the path by which they actually get there changes. And recognizing that is extremely, extremely important and making sure that you actually have things appropriately attributed to them. So I want to hit on a couple different life cycles for and a couple different things you should be paying attention to for people within your CRM. The first is, is the new leads and making sure that you have really a systematic way of following up with them in that that first 30 day period of time, being able to actually turn them from a cold lead in a lot of cases to a nurtured warm lead, someone that knows who you are, that knows what they knows what you do, knows that there's even some aspect of trust that they actually can have with you. And then recognizing that when you actually are not and someone may have opted in via lead magnet may have filled out a form on your website, however, it was that they actually came into your world, they made that outreach because they're needing to solve something or they're interested in something. So actually having a, a programmatic way of reaching out to them during that first 30 days is so incredibly important. And then from there, actually recognizing the people that are engaging with you that are going from that new lead to a hot lead, or otherwise now moving into the consideration stage of your buyer's journey or of your marketing funnel, and making sure that you have an understanding of at what what is the action that you actually take at that point, this person is engaged more in your content, they're more interested in what's actually going on. So how do you start to reach out to them? And what is the frequency by which you're going to do that and making sure that you're starting to attribute more value, there may even be things that you can start to gather more information from them at this stage, so that you can start to provide them with more value and sell and send them more content that is more directed and personalized specifically for them. And as they go from being that hot lead and truly really nurtured and warm, making sure that you're starting to have them get to the place where they have real trust in the authority that you can help them that you know what you're talking about, that you are able to solve their challenges. I mean, ultimately, as any business and not just agencies, but any business, we're selling to human beings and they're buying to for a need, they're buying to solve a pain, they're buying to provide them with a better life, to get them to where they're looking to go and making sure that you're able to actually help them during this conversation that you're having, even if it's via email or it's via a piece of content that you have, but making sure that you're understanding how to actually have that conversation with them through that method that you're actually communicating with them. And then ultimately, you do need to also recognize dead leads. There is no point in actually continuing to follow up with someone needlessly for three, six, 12 months to a year. And I, and I recognize the irony of what we've just been talking about, that follow-up is incredibly important, but there's also a point that you need to recognize it's time to cut bait and not continue to follow up because if someone's not opening any of your emails, they haven't opened it up in weeks or months. And sometimes I even see years where you see people continuing to email them. They're completely disinterested. It may have even been a spam inbox, email box where you're sending and you're communicating with them. And all that's doing is actually causing damage to your email domain, to your your domain overall, where you're starting to not have people you're not you're starting to not have your content and your emails delivered to people that are interested and are engaged because of all the people that you're emailing that you should shouldn't be 
So making sure that you have an understanding of engagement levels with your leads so that you can make sure to pull the people out that are disengaged and are not interested, not the ones that even the ones that have not said no, that haven't that have said no as well, but the ones that just have completely disengaged and then also recognizing current clients as well. Those need to be dealt with completely differently. And I've personally made the mistake and you may do that as well, where I've sent marketing materials to existing clients because it wasn't managed properly. And you will learn that sort of thing over time, over time and, and not have those types of things happen. But there's ways to ask also utilizing your CRM for clients where they're actually going through the client customer journey as well. And starting to actually ask them for for referrals or even talk to them about new service offerings that you're starting to launch and things that you may to be able to do and asking for reviews online or testimonials and just even having the ability to check in with existing clients on holidays, on birthdays, on major life events, and actually having some aspect of personalized outreach to your existing clients and just really making sure that your existing clients have this wow experience when they're working with you. And then finally, I wanted to hit on one other thing before we end this episode today is I would really wanted to talk about actually calling leads. There's this like sort of step that happens in a lot of instances where you have a prospect that is actively engaged. They're checking, they're clicking on every email, they're reading every single one. And I personally have had this experience where being on the phone with someone or like, I've listened to every single one of your podcasts. I've read your book. I've watched all your YouTube videos. And and I was like, oh, wow, you're like my biggest fan. And while that was also validating to me, it was it was an interesting experience, but also recognizing that that person, while extremely engaged, wasn't really ready to make that step. And Darren, I don't know if you have any thoughts on this particular topic in recognizing. I know that you talk to lots of agency owners as they come through our marketing and our sales as well, and you being in a lot of instances, the first point of contact with them. So I'd love to hear your experience in that that type of communication as well. Yes, calling leads is is so important, so paramount. You are you are oftentimes a representation of the company that you're representing, your brand, and and you're that that point of contact. It's like, oh, I could put a, a voice to all of the text. I know with all the technology in the world, people are, are used to just texting everything, putting it down. They can they can overlook a text message. They can overlook an email. But when you call and get somebody on the phone and you're actually talking to them, you're able to hear their tone of voice. You're able to to get some some context context clues on, on what they're feeling and 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 how you know. Actually, it sounds like you're you're very frustrated. Or or hey, you know what? Let's dive a little bit deeper into how I probably could help you solve that issue that you're, you're you sound like you're having right now. I can give you a, a couple of tips, and then you know what? We can we can move along in, in your in your journey, and and ultimately, this is when you you're able to present to them like, hey, you know what? I definitely would be able to help you solve your problems, and and. Like I said, being able to hear the the relief of somebody, oh my gosh, somebody understands me. Those are the moments I live for. It's when I'm talking to somebody on the phone and they're like, you know what? You made me think about something I never thought about before. Or, oh, you know what? Like you, you, you helped me like just unlock a new part of my brain that I didn't know was there before. You know, even if they're like not a qualified candidate, but just being able to help somebody is it, just, it does a lot for you. And like, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm waking up every day. I'm, I'm in the right place. I mean, I think it's you sort of touched on something that I think is so incredibly important and recognizing 
and you're going to sort of throw me down into a rabbit hole and I'm going to touch on it very quickly <laughs> that I think gets missed so much is that like in this digital world, in in the Zoom world, in the email world, that we as a species have developed to hear and understand slight nuances to your the way that your your voice is actually being heard. People can hear your frustration, can feel your anger, can feel just like slight tonality changes. And phone calls are really a great way of being able to connect with someone. And it doesn't need to be a hard sell. Still continue to provide value as Darren was talking about how in, in our sales process and the way that we talk with clients, it's realistically speaking, it's about actually helping them. And if they're interested and want to get to know us more, then we have the conversation about how we help and, and actually get to know that that particular prospect more. But it's never a hard sale, and I, I would implore you to do the same. It's actually about providing them value all the way through the process from marketing to sales and then them actually being a client and actually helping them every single day. And quite frankly, some of the, my most interesting sales conversations have been with clients, prospects, I should say, were not qualified candidates. And then they ended up coming back later. It was like, I actually implemented what you said, and it helped me get to the place where now I can afford to work with you. And so I've, I helped them solve a, a problem that they had in a, in a quick 10, 15 minute conversation and really been able to do and, and create a lot of impact for that person. So there you have it, everyone. That's, this is the system that you should be putting in place for your agency so that you can follow up appropriately and have it simple and scalable so that you can get to where you're looking to be either seven figures, eight figures and beyond. Thanks so much for listening, everyone. And thanks so much for joining thanks so much for joining today, Darren. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Once again, thank you so much for carving out the time to hear what was shared on today's podcast. Now, chances are, if you're an agency owner listening to this podcast right now, then you may be feeling like this. Because I was finding myself constantly overworked within our business, um, constantly like too busy with fulfillment or too busy with uh, customer service needs. So I didn't have the time to go think about how am I gonna close this person or what am I gonna say to this person or what am I gonna do with this or what's the next strategy I need to do. Now, of course, this podcast is here to help you with a lot of things, but at one episode per week, it's gonna take a while for us to share everything you need specifically for your situation. So if you're really serious about committing to fixing the problems in your agency now, so you can build a truly profitable business and get your life back, then I wanna invite you to apply for the Agency Accelerator Program. I'm not so stressed during calls thinking, oh my gosh, I got, I got to sell, I got to sell, I got to sell because if I don't sell, I don't make our I don't make our numbers, you know, and if I don't make our numbers, I can't pay our people. If I can't pay our people, then our business is down. This program is designed to help creative agency owners get to 1 million in revenue per year in 12 months or less. I char typically charge one client a $3,000, anywhere from 2000 to 3000 Now I'm uh, moving towards only 5000 and up. And my latest client that I closed is a $10,000 client on a monthly retainer. We only accept about 20% of the agencies that apply to this program because we want to make sure that we only work with people who will commit the time, energy, and resources required to take what they learn in the program and use it to create an agency of their dreams. You've taught me and you've taught us how to build this within our company that if X happens, this happens, boom, 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 boom. Like it's so systematic that it's going to work for itself. That has given me the sense of like, oh, I know what the heck I'm talking about. I know what I'm good at. I know that I can deliver upon what I want to deliver. And it, yeah, I gained hell of a lot of confidence for sure. So if that's you, then I want to invite you to apply today. Just hit the link in the show notes to apply for the Agency Accelerator program. 
or go to creativeagencysuccess.com forward slash the pie. Thanks, and I'll see you inside the program. Mm-hmm.